0: Hey, guys, I want to welcome you to today's episode. Today, I am joined by Dr. Q. He is the founder of the Indian Palm Leaf Reading Institute in California, and they're based really all over the world. And I have really no idea what he's going to be talking about because I personally have never heard of palm leaf reading. So I'm super excited to dive in and find out what this is all about, and how it can be helpful and beneficial to all of you if you're interested in doing this. So welcome to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host Melissa Oatman from MelissaOatman.com. And let's jump right in and get started. Welcome. Thank you for being with us today, Dr. Q.
1: Hello and namaste, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I feel humbled and honored um, to be able to speak about Indian palm leaf readings today. Before I dive in, um, allow me to tell you how I ended up doing this, um, as I think it's quintessential because without my life story, I would have never ended up getting a reading done myself eight years ago, which changed my life. And then uh, in my reading, the, the reader, that's the person who can give you the, actually the reading, told me, oh, and by the way, you're gonna bring this to the West. Now, I was like, what? Um, the audience who cannot see me, I'm not an Indian, I'm a white guy. So um, apart from me traveling all over the world many, many times, I've no real connections to India at all, apart from doing yoga for over 20 years and meditating every day. And I love spicy food too, but um, that is the extent of my connection to India really. Um, things changed, though, when I had my reading done. Now, how come I got a reading done? You should know that I have um, parents from two different continents. My mom's European, my dad's Persian, so I lived in many countries. <clears throat> and before moving to Budapest, capital city of Hungary, seven, more than seven years ago, which was also predicted in my, in my reading, I lived in D.C., so I had a pretty big travel business before. And um, hence I traveled my entire life, I should say. That's my passion, travel. And um, at age eight, some of you might remember, it was the year 1979, there was a revolution in Iran. My dad's Persian, so we lived in Iran. And in 79, we had to flee the country, period. My dad's family are Baha'i, not Muslim, and they would have been tortured. They are being tortured, persecuted, killed, imprisoned. So given the fact that my family are Baha'i, that would have been the same fate for us. So we packed up literally with two suitcases and just left. Dad was super wealthy. So overnight, no more golden spoon in my mouth as a kid with servants to zero. My mom had to take over and she became the breadwinner. So I know how it is to have a lot of money and I know how it is to have zero money, absolutely nothing, as we had to just rebuild ourselves. And um, some of you are mature enough too to remember the um, fateful year of 1986, as we just, quote unquote, celebrated uh, the 35th anniversary of the biggest nuclear catastrophe that has ever happened on planet Earth called Chernobyl. It was late April of 35 years ago. And um, the nuclear cloud traveled all over Europe. And at the time I lived in Europe because my mom's uh, Austrian from Vienna. So I lived in Vienna as a teenager and uh, it dumped its nuclear waste over all over Europe. And that is the reason why then I got cancer. So as a teenager, I spent three years, a long time, uh, uh, for six months over the period of three years as an inpatient, Um, surgeries, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, you name it, the whole nine yards. Um, So when I uh, got cancer, I was 16 years old, and I said, God, why me? I was upset, of course, I didn't do anything. And uh, after three years, when they released me, I said, yep, now you're good to go, Q. I was like, God, why me? You know, how come I survived? And literally speaking, almost every single person I ever shared the room with uh, over the past over the span of three years died. So I was exposed to death too, not only through the revolution in seventy nine. I was eight years old, but also as a more mature young 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 man <clears throat> in the hospital. So I said, Why me? And that was the beginning of my spiritual journey, where I tried to pierce the veil and find out what's beyond what uh, meets the eye. I know there is a beyond for sure. As I came to realize at an early age that the mind plays a big power uh, and a big role in one's healing. How come I survived and how come I never did not? That was a big, that is the ultimate question really still today. My driving force, I should say, while I continued a normal, I should say uh, life, and I, uh, the Dr. Q, so the Dr. Q is not a stage name. I actually have a PhD and I was an academic. But being in academia bore the hell out of me, I should say, the red tape that goes um, beyond what I loved and that would be just teaching kids. That was fantastic, I love that part, part, but everything else just uh, was terrible for me. So I left and I started um, a travel business, which is really my passion, travel. I've traveled extensively, all my life i should say and i've been to i would say i don't even know more than 100 countries so far i've traveled a lot more than most in the meantime i pursued my spiritual endeavors and i studied almost anything you can possibly think of energy healing and acupressure, pressure and um, i've done a lot of therapies meditation where you're in complete silence for weeks on and um, going deeper and deeper i've been with shamans in the jungle you name it i've done it all really i've done a lot and um, eight years ago, I had another fateful experience and that was a virus hit me and attacked my heart and my lungs and almost killed me again. It was sheer luck, I should say, that I survived as my smart girlfriend, who is the reason why I'm now in Budapest, said, cute, that doesn't look so good. It's more than just a cold. You know, you shiver and you have high fever. Maybe you should go back at the time i was in, in visiting her in Budapest, you should go to vienna to your cancer hospital and see what's going on so she drove me to the train station i took the train which is only a three hour uh ride i went to vienna i showed up at my cancer hospital and they've known me since i'm 16 years old so they love me you know, i'm one of the kids that they uh, embraced and, uh, and i survived so i'm friends with almost everyone who's still there and i said oh welcome back what's going on i said i don't feel so good maybe something's wrong and lucky me, because they did some tests and they said, I have to stay here now because I'm, I'm, I'm extremely sick and I'm lucky that I'm alive. I was like, what? So, yep, your heart is completely inflamed. Uh, you have water in your heart, water in your lungs. Uh, You've got to stay here. So I stayed and that night, so I was already at the hospital. I collapsed and they shoved me into the ICU. I it was sheer luck, really, uh, that I was already there. Otherwise, had it happened in Budapest, I would be dead by now. So uh, somehow I knocked on heaven's door a couple of times and every time um, the bigger power said, no, you gotta go back and, and uh, continue work. While I was at the ICU, I thought to myself, man, I don't understand this lifetime. I think I'm a pretty nice guy. I got data genes and everyone who knows me says, oh, I'm a helper, I'm a giver. Uh, money is not a motivation to me at all, zero. Helping people is a motivation to me. As long as I can buy a cup of coffee anywhere I go without having to look at the price, I'm, I'm a happy, happy bunny. So in the eye, you need to do a uh, palm reading because you can clean your karma. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me that before? So, well, I told you this already a year ago. I said, no way Jose you told me this because I'm a sucker for anything spiritual. I'm telling you Melissa, if anyone tells me anything about uh, spirituality, I go and do it. I heard about John of God, who is maybe the most famous healer on planet earth, I should say. The next month I flew to Brazil and spent some time with him just to see what's going on. I've visited him uh, quite a few times actually uh, since. So you tell me something, I do it. I really want to experience it. And th- that I didn't hear this was mind blowing to me. And later on, I realized that I'd written about, uh, uh, that I'd uh, 2003 called the uh, Book of Secrets. And in that book, he has a chapter dedicated to his own palm leaf reading. So I read it, but obviously at the time it was just a story and it didn't sink in. So in the ICU, I decided if I survive, I'm gonna go and see if there is a leaf written for me too and maybe I can overcome my negative karma. And obviously I survived and um, I had a reading done and that changed my life. And when I say it, it doesn't come lightly because I've done a lot of things. I'm telling you a lot of things, beautiful things, really fantastic things, but this one uh, was uh, very special. So, and in my reading, the reader told me, and by the way, you're gonna bring this to the West. And of course I thought he's kidding me. There's, I just went there to get some healing and uh, overcome bad karma. And yet here I'm talking with you eight years later. So uh, the star is aligned and pushed me into doing this. And the reason being also very simple. I'm an um, enthusiastic human being. So when I uh, shared my story about this palm leaf reading, friends, family, of course, they, mm-hmm. many of them wanted to get a reading done too, many. I said, cool, let's organize a trip. We're going to fly to India and, and get a reading done. And then I realized that actually no one, no one, not one, said, OK, let's fly to India. I was like, man, so uh, somehow there is, a, there is a disconnect here. And um, then I had to uh, figure out, can it be done? Because I'm a helper, really. Can it be done online somehow? And so I contacted my reader and this and the other. And uh, we were able to do an online reading via Skype You know, in the good old days. And it worked beautifully, and, and I was in the call because people had a hard time understanding the Indian accent because the reader usually doesn't speak any English. They only speak Tamil. You need an interpreter who interprets from Tamil to English uh, or rather English, heavy accent in English and to many Western ears. It's very hard to understand what's going on. So I was sitting in it, reinterpreting everything back because I have no issues understanding the Indian accent and also the meaning of the reading. You might understand it phonetically, but maybe not intellectually, spiritually. So I sat in it and I helped quite a few of my friends and family in the early days. And then they shared their experience with other friends and family and, and then just it grew and grew. And I realized, oh boy, this is more than just um, helping people because it's not work. It's a lot of work, more than you might think. And hence, um, six almost six years ago, we established the Institute to put it on, on uh, legal, into a legal framework. And uh, now it's a full-time job really it's um, we're super busy um now indian palm leaf feeding is what we do and i gave it a literal english name so people hopefully can somehow connect the words indian because it comes from india palm leaf because messages are written on dried palm leaves it has nothing to do with your palm and the institute because it's more than just um a business if you wish it's um uh, my aim is to help seekers across the globe to get a reading done without having to go to india from the comfort of your home comfort and safety which is a lot um, and on the other hand i want to help my indian friends they are holy men they're beautiful souls my god to saints in human form so I promised them in the early days, look, if uh, you stick with me, I will do my utmost, spread the words, you have a job and you can stay where you are, which is a small town in the central parts of a state called Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu is the southernmost state of India, where people speak Tamil, not Hindi, Tamil is their mother tongue. And in this one state alone, there are 85 million people. So twice the size of California is nothing small. Yeah, it's quite big. And in the central parts of that state is where our town is and where I have my office in that in that state. So I told them, look, you can uh, do my most, you can stay and do your holy work. Because these days, a lot of Indians move into bigger cities and up north where the IT jobs are, you know, call centers, you know, I mean, that's, uh, that's how India makes their money. And we've lost quite a few too, you know, they gave up their um, spiritual path, just because they need to, uh, to make some money. And um, now, of course, they can say they have a, a steady income and they can support their families and so forth. They chose to do this, just like uh, myself, where I have a, a, a regular career, if you wish. I pursued my spiritual path and so do they. Our head reader, chief reader, who's a, a guru actually, he's, he is a, an engineer, he has a master's in engineering. My, my office manager has a master's in teaching. So these are educated people. They chose to do what they do uh, voluntarily. Now, that's the whole purpose, helping people and helping my Indians. In India, nobody will call it Indian palm reading. In India, they will call it Nadi reading, Nadi astrology, because it has to do with Vedic astrology, which is the Indian version of uh, astrology. And now that I've been in this uh, for quite some time, I have come to realize that Indian astrology is more precise than Western astrology. But that's a topic uh, of its own. It Would take up uh, a lot of time. How and why? So nadi reading nadi means leaf, the leaf where the message is written on. It also means seeker. So person who wants to get a reading done is a nadi. And also it means uh, pulse. You know a human's pulse. Now it's you know so it's like full circle if you wish. It has a deeper meaning nadi and reading obviously because they read you the message on on the leaf or astrology because it's connected to uh, in some it's a sub subsection of um, Vedic astrology now the system the process is a three step process and in our institute in our institute we do exact the same as if you were in india it's just a lot more convenient and comfortable for you i you can rest assured three step uh, process means first step is search then comes the matching and then comes the reading search. First and foremost, you need to see if there is a bundle at all, which hopefully contains your individual palm leaf. Now, saga has it that about 3,000 years ago, we do not know exactly when, but about 3,000 years ago, saints called Maha Rishi, Maha means great, Rishi means saints, so great saints, wrote on dried palm leaves, because at that time there were no books, no paper, so they used palm leaves, what they have everywhere. They cut them into pieces and wrote messages on them, not just for palm readings, but for everything, recipes, uh, legal matters, you name it, astrology, the whole nine yards and parts of these uh, books, as we call them, or or bundles are actually on the World Heritage list, which is the United Nations uh, list to preserve what's worthy to be preserved for the rest of humanity. Cities are on it like Prague and I don't know the Grand Canyon is on it, but also part of the um, part of the bundles and books that we have in India. So they dictated these uh, maharishis, 18 of them, by the way, 18 maharishis um, lived in Tamil Nadu and what is now known as Tamil Nadu, which is the original India, by the way, every Tamil is proud to say, because the rest came later. So if you ever want to visit India, you're going to go to Tamil Nadu, because that's the original, the very uh, beginning of what is now known as India. And it's also primarily vegetarian, by the way, so that you know. And um, they dictated the message to their disciples who then etched. They used special tools to etch messages in ancient Tamil. Today, they speak modern Tamil, it's a different language altogether, like ancient Greek and, and Greek. Onto fresh leaves. And then when they dried up, the message came through and then these leaves put in bundles, also known as books, I can show you, uh, Melissa. Yes. These books have a cover. They're out of wood to preserve the leaves inside because they're very brittle, obviously, you know palm leaves when they dried up, they're very brittle. They crack easily. so you somehow have to uh, preserve them and protect them. And these bundles can contain up to 108 individual leaves. That's the maximum number in one bundle or book. Usually it's less because over time, you know, they crack, they you know, they're, they get lost or whatever. So let's say on average 50 or so are in, in a bundle, but max 108. And these bundles are stored in archives and libraries across, for the most part, Southern India. Now, because of, you know, 3,000 years, you can find them also in other parts of India. And also outside of India, Sri Lanka has Tamil people, so they took them with them. So they have palm um, leaf readings there too. Bali, for example. But the hub where it all started is in a, in a, in a town ish village, town called Vaitish Coil, in the central parts of uh, Tamil Nadu, five hours, six hours, hours travel south of the capital city called Chennai. Chennai itself, the capital city, has 15 million people. Mind blowing. In a state with 85 million people, so near that little town called Bhatiswarancoil, we have our office with uh, by now half a dozen readers and interpreters and office manager and so forth. And so they are stored in archives and libraries. And when you think of an archive or a library, you think temperature controlled, you know, security guards and water dispenser and I don't know this, then the other. The reality is quite different. To my friends out there, who have never been to India. India equals uh, chaos, really, and this organization. It just somehow works. I have no idea how it works, but it does work. And these little archives are more or less um, little holes in the wall, that's what they are. And there are, I do not know actually how many we have of those, because nobody really knows, but let's say several hundred, if not thousand or more little archives. And each archive has a few hundred, maybe. And these archives are uh, usually in, uh, the run by families. These are reader families. So they keep them, they have them. And uh, if you show up to get a reading done, he will go into the archive and see if he has a matching uh, bundle for you. Now, uh, of course, we have big archives too, but for the vast majority uh, in the vast majority of cases, it's uh, small, small uh, little archives and libraries. Now, how to start your search? If you were in India, you would go to reader's office. You would submit your thumbprint. Literally, you would submit your thumbprint. If you're a guy, a gentleman, you would submit your right thumbprint. If you're a lady, you would submit your left thumbprint. It has to do with Hinduism because it's it's based, I guess, in Hinduism. Even though not, none of this is religious, but it's based in Hinduism. You got again think of three thousand years ago, these Maharishis, these saints, they meditated to Hindu gods to get the power of foresight because they did not know anything else really. You know, India is far away. And, uh, and that's the reason why it's somehow connected to Hinduism too. So you would submit your thumbprint. The reader knows nothing about you, zero, literally absolutely nothing. He knows your thumbprint, you submit it. And uh, by the way, my friends, um, we've all seen Hollywood movies. When you roll your thumb, when you submit your thumbprint, well, that's a Hollywood movie. That doesn't work. You've got to do it straight down, no move at all. No moving at all, straight down. And then, um, and then you would write down your gender, of course, and uh, the country of birth. And that's it. So you do not need to be Indian at all. You could be an uh, you know, African-American, you could be Australian, you could be, I don't know, it doesn't really matter from China, because we've had all of them uh, already um, um, getting a reading in our institute across the entire world, Arabs, you know, Africans, you name it. So you do not need to be have any connections to India, just like myself.
0: You said you do this online. So how do you do the thumbprint?
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you how it is in, in India when you're in front of a, a reader and then i tell you how, how to do it um, online. It's super easy, really. We set it up um, um, quite perfectly, I should say. So you would submit your impression and then the reader, believe it or not, would, he will take out his magnifying glass and look at your thumbprint to give your thumbprint a name. There are 108 category names to a thumbprint and your category name really explains you as a soul very well. When you're open to it, you understand when it tells you your thumbprint name and explains your thumbprint name, once bundles have been found and the reading starts, you're like, wow, yeah, that's me. Um, Which we can talk about later too, what some of the thumbprint names are, depending on how much time we've left. So he will look at it, give it a thumbprint name, and then the search starts. So that's the search, the first of the three parts. And again, there is no computer system. There is no registry there is no book there is none of that it's complete chaos in this organization but somehow it works so he would uh, first start in his own little archive to see if he has a bundle that matches your thumbprint name because each bundle i can show you here has uh, an, a number stamped on it or a name so when the reader goes into an archive he looks for a matching number or a matching name to your thumbprint name and then he will pull it out of the archive and then we'll bring it back to the office and then if you were in India the search takes a while, it's not just a matter of an hour, 10 minutes or so, it could be weeks. It takes a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and um, he would then say, Well, we found a bundle for you, you can now come to the office. And the search is a physical search, so he would hop on his bicycle or his moped or use public transportation. And if it's too far away from where his office is, he would call agents, you know, or friends uh, that he knows, other readers. Uh, in different counties, uh, even outside the state of Tamil Nadu and say, hey, I need a bundle that matches this thumbprint. Do you have one or not? And there are thousands, thousands of bundles with your thumbprint name and there are 108 thumbprint names. So that's quite a lot of bundles out there. Then he finds one or two. He will call you into the office and then you sit in front of the reader. Now, again, the office is quite exaggerated. It's another hole in the wall. And they use a lot of incense, a lot. Oh my god, it's mind blowing. They first, they meditate and chant, and then they, they start with the reading. Now, to me, because of chemotherapy, it impacted my, uh, my olfactory senses. So I'm extremely sensitive to any kind of uh, scent, really. I am. No perfume, none of that. I, I can't stand it. So can you imagine when I was in the office and he used t- 10,000 sticks of incense, I, I almost collapsed there. Uh, and mosquitoes and it's humid as hell. And you know, you're sitting in a small, small room across from the reader and you're like, what, what? And he tried to just scribble things down um, as he talks. Obviously the reader had an interpreter sitting next to him cause he didn't speak in English but interpreted it with a heavy accent um, in an accent called English. So it was quite a challenge for me to, uh, to get it all right. Anyway, um, so that's search comes to an end and then the matching starts. Matching and reading are done in one session and it takes about three hours, give or take. So matching is the reader opens the bundle because it's tied up uh, with a string. He opens it up in front of you and then looks at the very first leaf and reads out to you the most important message on that leaf. It could be you're married because this leaf belongs to a person who is married. And if you are married, legally married, that is your answer is yes. If you're not legally married, your answer is no. So there are only two answers you need to give during the whole matching process. Yes, no, correct, incorrect, right, wrong. That's it. He does not need to know anything else than that. I need to give you a little more information about the leaves themselves because these leaves are written in ancient Tamil as I told you before, which doesn't exist anymore. Now people speak modern Tamil. So reader has to study uh, many years to be able to become a reader and then do this work. First of all, you need to understand ancient Tamil. It's kind of like Greek and ancient Greek. A modern Greek person has no clue what ancient Greek is. You have to study it. So that's one. Two, these leaves are written in a poetic form, not in simple um, prosa. And last but not least, they're written in a symbolic way. So you need to be able to decipher the symbols so that you so it makes sense in today's day and age. Because he might say, you are involved in IT, technical stuff, um, I don't know, machinery whatever none of these existed 3,000 years ago but the symbol he knows that the symbol in today's terminology would mean this somehow okay uh, then uh, on top of all of that tamil and ancient tamil are a sound-based language syllabic language unlike all all western languages are letter-based a b c d so a sound in tamil can be interpreted in various different ways when it comes to letters. A, E, I, O, U is just one sound. So he has to make sure he takes the leaf in the right direction. He might say, your name, your first name contains the letters A, E, I, O, U. Is it correct or incorrect? In your case, Melissa, that is correct because you have actually three of them, E, I, and A. You would only say, yes. You don't say, oh, I got three of them, E, I, no. You just say, yes, my name contains one of these letters. As long as you say yes, he stays on it. If you say no, he would move on to the next leaf, next leaf, next leaf until you only say yes to whatever he says, right? And then by the end of a successful matching process, and that's the stunner, that's the mind blowing part of it, the reader knows one more time nothing about you. He just knows your gender, obviously, because you're sitting in front of him and he knows your thumbprint name. So then the reader will tell you your first name, your mother's first name, your father's first name, your date of birth, your time of birth, spouse if you have one, name of spouse or ex-spouse, if that person was important to you as a soul. You might've had a nasty divorce, but as a soul, he might be important to you. Uh, Kids, how many genders, siblings, how many gender, and possibly other important life events that you know. In my case, for example, in my matching uh, part, he asked me, you have parents from two different countries. Absolutely, I told you already. They're from two different continents as a matter of fact. He told me I had a life-threatening disease as a teenager. Absolutely, I had cancer. So you know it's you, it's just mind blowing. Now you need to know, uh, so I'm just um, uh, pretending to be, um, speaking Tamil because I really don't. Mother's name, Gizela. Like, because my mom's name is Gizela. I said, wow, holy, I guarantee you has never heard this name in his entire life before. For sure not. And your father's name is Siavash. I guarantee he's never heard that name before either. So you're like, oh my God, yes, of course. So you know it's you, period. You know it's new, and that's the matching part. So he found your leaf among the bundles that he brought back to the office. And uh, now we can start with the reading. Now, every single leaf in the bundles that he found have the same thumbprint name, which means you are, Connected somehow with the other people. Hence, sometimes you have very similar lifelines, but it's not you. Okay, that's the reason why I need to find you. And in a leaf, in, in a bundle, you, have, uh, you could have a gentleman from Australia, a woman from Canada, whatever, you know? So many different humans. In, and it's for them to be read to them whenever the time is ready to be read to them. So you're connected, but you're not related to them at all. So matching comes to an end, (coughs) excuse me. And then the reading starts. So the whole purpose of doing the search and the matching is to get a reading done. And the reading starts with the moment you get the reading done. That's because you were supposed to get a reading whenever you get the reading. And the reading is based on three factors. It's based on your overall energies, not your mood. So it doesn't matter if you had a fight with your spouse or not the day before. Your overall energies, because the energies change uh, according to this system, every six to 12 months. So it's very important, the the date, when you get the reading done. Then secondly, it's based on Vedic astrology, Indian astrology, it plays a role in it too. And last but not least, your thumbprint name. So based on these three, the reader will give you a trajectory, a possible trajectory of your life from the moment you get the reading done until the end of your life, until you die. And it's a so-called whole life reading that we do that means it covers your entire life and all aspects of life that are, that is important to a human being, uh, family life, kids, grandchildren, love affairs, health, spirituality, career, money, you name it, the whole nine yards. And he will, uh, they come in blocks of years, in increments of years, two, three year blocks, give or take from the moment. And it will tell you the good, the bad and the ugly We know that life regrettably is not just milk and honey. It's also full of challenges with interspersed with some good times, really. that's how it is. So we're here to learn and and overcome challenges. So he will tell you your challenges too in whatever area of your life. Uh, And it could be based on planetary constellation or karma. He will tell you that too. At the beginning of your reading, he will explain you your thumbprint name. It will tell you which of the Maharishi's wrote your palm leaf, because there were 18 of them. If you do it in the southern parts of India, in Tamil Nadu, then most likely your first reading, because you have kind of more than just one reading, is uh, written by um, uh, um, Maharishi Agastya, his name. That's the the guy who wrote the most bundles, most leaves. And uh, to which God, he meditated to get the power of foresight. So you know this, and then you know your thumbprint name, which is very important. As it will explain you as a soul pretty well as i explained to you in the beginning uh, you could have urusuri as the beginning of your thumbprint name which is the best to have really urusuri means one circle so whoever has one circle in their thumbprint name is an intelligent person it's all about um potentiality and and um and uh, the capacity of Doing something it doesn't mean that you do it because we can screw things up too. Regrettable, we're human beings. But you could be a leader. You know, you could be a teacher, a leader, um, spiritually evolved person. That's Uru Suri, If you have that in your thumbprint, that's an awesome beginning to have. You could have um, um, maguda, which means crown, in your in your uh, thumbprint name. Crown already indicates a leader being connected to the universe also so all these things do make sense uh, or vari is n- not so good it's more challenging it's like uh, the black and white of a zebra you know so ups and downs that's that reflects your life and if you are open to this you know oh my god it's true my life is constant up and down and i have no idea why because it's just your it's If you wish, your thumbprint name is a genetic imprint of you. That's it. That's the only part of your reading that you cannot change. You just have to embrace it. It just is. Neither good nor bad. It just is. And then, um, and, uh, then he will start you know, um, with your reading. And um, the whole purpose, if I have to put it in one sentence, the whole purpose of a reading is to have a better trajectory after your reading, whatever better means to you. Now, I told you before, I got my reading done because um, I somehow connected the dots, believing that I must have strong negative karma from a previous life. That's the reason why I have up in hospital so many times. Uh, and, um, and I'm also quite sickly, I should say. I'm very fit, you wouldn't believe it, uh, but um, in reality, uh, my, uh, my immune system is not very good. So my intention was to overcome the karma so I wouldn't be in hospital anymore. And uh, some other people might have money issues, career issues, uh, being just lost in general. What should I do with my my life? Relationship issues. They want to have a child or their connection with their kids or spouse is not so good. You know, whatever the issue might be for you, you want to be able to heal from that. You want to change it, make it better. Longer life could also be. So in my reading that I'm going to share one or two things about my own reading, Uh, he told me, 77 to 79, I'll have a heart attack and die. So that's the end of my life. Now, the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, this guy is good because I did not tell him that I had a big heart issue that I just survived a few months before. So for me, if you ask me, what is your most likely way of passing? I would say it's a heart attack because the chemotherapy impacted my heart, radiation impacted my heart, the virus then, you know, because of my weak immune system impacted my heart. So that's a, a, a likely way for me to go, I think. But then uh, the, the, the wow factor was he said, you know, there's a puja for that. And um, puja means healing work, which I will explain in a minute. And you can heal from that heart attack. So it won't be so bad. It won't be fatal. And you can then live on into your uh, 80s. And he said, 82 is maybe possible. And I said, okay, of course I'll do that now uh the whole as i said the whole purpose of getting a reading done is to heal from whatever needs to get healed many people me too everyone actually uh, carries blocks in one form shape or another and they are identified during the reading too and at the end of the reading you get homework a lot of homework and the homework is called puja p-o-o-j-a puja puja literally translated those of you who are familiar with hinduism might know is um, uh, a prayer ceremony. That's what it literally means, prayer ceremony, puja. Or ceremonial act. because it could also be a physical something you need to do. But in modern terminology, when I teach people, it's more or less an energy shifting exercise. That's what it is. So if you believe that if something in your life goes well, that means the energies are flowing correctly. And if something is not going so well, whatever that might be, health, career, relationship, you name it, then there's gotta be some block in the flow of your energies. That's what it is really. At least that's how I believe um, how things are. And then the puja will help you to shift energies, change them. Hence, I don't call the pujas pujas, prayer ceremony, because it might uh, scare some people. It's an energy shifting exercise. So you do your utmost and show the universe that you mean business, that you're serious about your healing and do the pujas as prescribed to you. And there are a lot of pujas, I'm telling you. It's not a thing that you can do in just 10 minutes and be over and done with. It will take you six months, nine months, a year will take you quite some time, depending on how many pujas you're being prescribed. Now the puja could be a mantra that you need to chant uh, dedicated to a certain God or goddess in Hinduism, or it could be physical act. The mantra could be, it's usually a paragraph and it will say, repeat this paragraph 108 times or 18 times or, you know, whatever, because the priest will tell you, sorry, the reader will tell you uh, what you need to do and to which God or goddess, it's dedicated. Then... Um, We, as an institute, we explain what the God stands for, so that you need to focus your intention, that's the important part, not the correct pronunciation, because many people get hung up on, oh, I do not know how to pronounce uh, um, these uh, mantras, because we transliterate them into English, so you can read them, but you don't understand them. The important part is to just do them correctly, with the right intention. Not so much whether you know exactly how to pronounce them or not, that um, has no role at all really. So uh, that's, that's one one type of puja. No, Top of puja. Every puja cycle starts with doing some gurutan. Gurutan means, um, literally translated, either donation or gratitude. So in the old days, you know, two, 3000 years ago, even now, after the reading, you would give the reader a donation. Fruits, um, clothes, money. Um, of course, in modern terms, you pay him, but people can always add a little extra gurutan, um, 10 bucks or something. But the important part is the um, gratitude part. You need to be grateful for the experience. So you got to sit down, thank the universe that you were guided to uh, palm reading and that you were given a glimpse into your future. It's just a glimpse. It's a guideline. It's a, tr- a possible trajectory based on now, like your energy is now, your astrology now. No one's life is set in stone, for God's sake. You know, so so many people get just hung up on, oh, this is it. You know, it has self-fulfilling prophecy. No, it just tells you a possible trajectory from today's point of view. Uh, I don't know. Let's say you're a smoker, a very um, uh, simple example. You're a smoker, and the reader says, oh, in 30 years, you get, uh, you get cancer and you die. Well you can stop smoking
0: yeah, yeah. and then
1: you won't die. It's that simple. So it's just a possible future, but you and only you and no one else. It's very, very important for me to tell you a reading is not set in stone. Your life is not set in stone. It just gives you a glimpse into your future, a possibility. And uh, it's you through your actions, non-actions, thoughts, belief system, that then creates the reality that you experience every day. And you may embrace the message or you may not because you get free will and choice. It's that simple. No one has a gun against your forehead saying you must. No, we tell you, and then it's up to you to do it. Uh, so uh, another puja, so the gurutan is uh, uh, gratitude. Just be grateful for the message you received. We always tell people, tell the person who guided you to our institute send them an email saying, hey, thank you so much for uh, referring me to this. Um, go to, if you're a church girl, go to church, light a candle. If you're a temple girl, go to temple, sit in meditation for five minutes, an hour, two hours, light a candle, just be grateful. That's, that's how every single puja cycle starts. And then come the others. And um, I can talk about hours and just the pujas itself because that's the whole, that's the deeper thing of, with all the healing process. Uh, it could also be a physical act, not just a mantra, it could be a physical act. And in my own reading, the reader told me, uh, give food to the needy. I was like, man, what do you mean by that? Should I do soup kitchen? Should I donate money? Should I donate food? He said, you will figure it out. I was like, oh man, oh man. At that time, by the way, because in my reading, he told me, and that is also mind blowing, you will live in Hungary, he said. Now, an Indian guy, I assure you, this guy has no clue where Hungary is. I guarantee you that to you, the audience, to you, Melissa, to me, the world is is an oyster, we fly, we're all over the place. 90%, like the vast majority of an Indian will never leave 300 mile radius of his town. That's it, that's their universe, period. You can be educated or not, you know, whatever it is, that is more or less their universe. So if a reader with no clue where Hungary is tells me you will live in Hungary, I almost got a heart attack, really because I already had made up my mind to live in Hungary because of the girl that I met, who is Hungarian. But when the reader told me, I was like, oh my God, this isn't this is crazy, this is impossible. So, um, and I'm still in Hungary, by the way, uh, almost eight years later. And uh, I enjoyed very much. By the way, folks, because I'm into travel too, I love travel, uh, come and visit. It's a beautiful city, really. One of the most beautiful cities I've uh, ever been to and I've been to quite many, I should say. <clears throat> and um, Give food to the needy. I said, how should I do it? Now I'm in a uh, new country. I do not know anyone apart from the girl. And I do not know. Uh, I do not speak the English, uh, the, the language. So you will figure it out. So the day before, and I was sweating because you must do the pujas exactly as prescribed. Step by step. And it will take you months. You gotta do one mantra for five Mondays in a row. Uh, he might prescribe you on five full moon days. So that's five months. Once a month on a full moon day, do this. And then somewhere in in the middle was uh, on two Wednesdays, consecutive Wednesdays, Wednesdays, feed the needy. So the day before I was sweating. I was like, man, I don't know how to do this. It just dawned on me, you know what? Tomorrow when I go to my regular cafe where I go to for lunch, I'm just going to pay somebody's lunch. So that day, because I I had noticed an elderly lady who um, to me seemed not to have that much money. So just told the waiter, you know what? I'm just going to pay for her lunch, but don't tell her. And I did, and it was the most beautiful experience ever, I'm telling you, uh, when, when she wanted to pay and then the, the waiter said, no, 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 it's already paid. And she was like, what? And she was looking and I was like hiding in the, you know, the corner, uh, wow, it was so beautiful that I've been doing this ever since, ever since. So in, for eight years, randomly I pay somebody's coffee or a beautiful thing to do, I can only recommend you to also do it. It doesn't cost much money, but it helps shift the energies of that person right away. Uh, beautiful experience, and the other one was five Fridays in a row. Five Fridays in a row, give fruit and candy to children. Now I'm a middle-aged man in a foreign town, uh, giving fruits and candy to kids. Hmm, that's a bit of a bit of a challenge, and I had no clue what to do. But eventually, yeah, you know, it's it's quite 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 interesting. Uh, but then I realized, you know what? Just just find some orphanages and kindergartens, and I went there and I said, look, I'm not a I'm not a crazy foreigner. Um, I'm here because of this and that and the other. And so I, and this is true, of course, they loved it. You know, so I bought a sack of uh, filled with goodies and delivered and they loved it, of course. But you got to do it exactly on the day prescribed. Another one, a very challenging one, especially when you're a big city uh, person, feed mama cow and baby cow at the same time, spinach and uh, grass. So if you're a farm girl or a farm person, not a problem but we have a lot of people that live in big cities and like, Oh my God, how can I do this? Because it stands for a relationship with, you know, either do you want to have a child so that you feed baby cow, mother cow, or you want to have a better relationship with your child, anything that has to do with uh, uh, ch- uh, ch- children and the grandchildren, usually that it comes up. So you will somehow need to figure out what to do to get this done on the right day in the sequence. Cause if you miss it, you gotta start from scratch. So that is a puja, puja details, just one or two of them so you have a better understanding what it is. And the whole purpose of them is to help you shift the energies unblock what what it's blocked so that you can bring about a better trajectory of your life, period. That's what it is. Then one or two words about how we do it. We're an institute. And uh, as I told you in the beginning, uh, when I realized that no one, I mean, almost no one would ever fly to India, we, started to do it online. So the online process is the exact same search, which is physically done uh, with my, by my readers in India. Matching and reading are done over Zoom. So you need to reserve three hours, minimum three hours, whoever comes and joins us. Uh, from the comfort of your home, believe me, it's much more comfortable while you're sipping your tea and, and your air-conditioned room or, or heated room. And there is no incense, there is no mosquitoes, there is no humidity, none of that. So you can just, uh, some people do it in their beds, you know, because uh, if you're in California, I should say too, if you're in the West Coast, for my um, uh, West Coast friends, it starts at 10 p.m. because of time zone difference. If you're on the East Coast, it starts at 7 a.m because the time zone difference if you're australian or um uh, that part of the world it's easy because it's not uh, a Europeans to them is not a time issue but for my uh, america's people that's a a time challenge anyway so the um, you would sign up and then we send you form you put your thumbprints on that form you take a picture of it and then you upload it to our system the reader looks at it and says yeah it's good or not good and if it's good the search will start and the average search time is four to eight weeks, so you gotta be a little patient, it takes a while. Can it be that it's just one day? Yes, of course it can be just one day, if by chance we have a bundle that matches your thumbprint in the office right then and there. But most likely it'll be four to six, eight weeks, some of like that. We search for six months, six months we search. Because as I told you every six months your energy starts shifting. So if we cannot find the bundle in six months we'll refund you the hundred dollars because it costs 100 US dollars to start the search, 100 bucks. As I mentioned to you before we're the only Western-based palm leaf reading institute. I mean, there are many palm palm leaf readers in India, of course because it's a, a daily routine primarily in the Southern parts of India. People will go to a reader when they get married they want to have children they have issues in the marriage whatever it is it's done on a daily basis period so it's nothing uh, crazy to them or unheard of it's a daily practice as a wisdom that's three thousand years old for whatever reason god chose me to bring this to the west no idea why but here i am and i love really uh, what we do on a daily basis So it costs a hundred bucks to get to to the search. We will send you the form, you submit it, and then the search starts.
0: I have to interrupt you, because people at home can't see the picture here, but you just all of a sudden have this light coming down through you.
1: Mm. Oh, really? Okay.
0: It's like coming down through, it looks like whenever I work with my mentor, sometimes she also gets this, it's like a purplish light coming down through you, which is (laughs) very interesting. Ah, so, see. Well, you know, you say it, it takes a hundred dollars to start the search. If you do yes. any kind of reading here in the states, it's at least a hundred dollars usually, and well, it's it's the search, the search, to no, start. no,
1: the search, the search is a hundred bucks. And if we find bundles for you, if we find bundles for you, uh, so if we don't find bundles in six months, you get your money back. Period. Um, because uh, having run a pretty big travel business, to me, customer service is also very important. And I understand Western culture obviously, because as I I think I told you that I had a travel business uh, in the U.S. for quite some time and worked with universities all over all over the U.S. Hence the reason why I've been to St. Louis also quite a few times, and Champagne and uh, University of Illinois, you name it. So, um, and if we do find bundles, then you can choose to have the read- the matching and the reading done, which will be online. Uh, that's 400 U.S. dollars. 400. An extra $400. So $100 bucks is just for the search, and $400 is for the matching and reading. Being based out of California, hence we're governed by uh, California consumer protection laws. Yeah. So if you're unhappy, if we cannot fulfill uh, what we promise, of course we just refund you the money. I'm not here to make uh, to become a millionaire because that's I would do something else. I assure you, uh, it's a lot of work. And um, um, so the whole purpose is really to help people. And um, as I told you before, my intention is also to help my Indians. So we heavily overpay them as opposed to an average Indian guy who gets a reading done in India right there, because I wanna make sure that they do what they do, stay where they are, and they, I want them to be happy too, of course, and earn more than just minimum wage. So that's that's the whole intention. And um, uh, being, as I, as I promised to, to you before, Melissa, whoever listens, uh, your audience, whoever listens to this podcast, and has listened all the way till here, till the end, then um, we're happy to give you $100 discount to um, to your matching, towards your matching and then reading. So you pay 100 bucks and then instead of the $400, you only pay $300. All you need to do when you sign up, you can say uh, Melissa, Melissa Oatman or the Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness podcast. Then we know how you heard about us and then we will automatically credit you with $100 and only charge you $300 for the matching and the reading as opposed to the $400. As a little thank you to Melissa to have me on, on the show and uh, help spread the word about this uh, beautiful Ancient um, wisdom. Uh, so you need three hours. What we do as an institute, so we really go the extra mile. There's a lot of work involved. You have no idea. Um, we record the whole thing for you, and um, there we use the chat in Zoom too a lot because there's a lot of information that you don't understand. So we we tap it right in there. So after the reading is over, you get a recording of your uh, you get a recording of your reading. Obviously, you get the whole chat history you get pictures of your palm leaf in, in high resolution. And also you get the your details typed in a PDF format, plus all the gods and goddesses. You do not need to do any research. You just have to follow the instructions uh, that we send you. And that comes about a week or two after the reading is over. So you download the whole thing onto your computer, you print out the PDF, and then you start your own healing work as, we, um, um, as was prescribed to you in, in, in your reading. Last thing is it could also be as a puja that you're being prescribed one in India. So that's called the mantra puja for extra support and help. And we're happy to organize that for you too if that's what you want to, um, to be done. So that is in a nutshell, how we do it and uh, and how the whole process is. Our website, because uh, uh, Melissa asked me to share that with you too, it's is IndianPalmLeafReading.com. Super easy, IndianPalmLeafReading.com so you can find more information about us. Um, we're on Facebook, In Impalmer Reading, on Google, In Impalmer Reading, Instagram, In Impalmer Reading. So it's, uh, YouTube is actually quite big. Please do go to the YouTube channel that we have, In Impalmer Reading, as um, we have had quite a few wonderful seekers who were willing to sh- have their entire matching and reading, uh, everyone's recorded, but to be uh, put on YouTube so that people can actually go and watch the whole process to have a better understanding of, of how the process works before you sign up. And you will realize that um, these are all beautiful souls um, that are involved and you get a lot of information. So that's it.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And I will have all of those links in the show notes. So you can go directly there and access that to see, you know, to get your discount, to go to the website, to start your reading if you want to do that. And also to go to YouTube to see the examples. Well, you gave us so much information today and it's so interesting i have never heard about this before so i'm so thankful that you came on and you were able to explain to us this just sounds like such an amazing process so uh thank you so much for being here today
1: i have to thank you melissa thank you for having us on on your show and allowing me to share the word about this ancient uh, and powerful wisdom really
0: yes thank you so much and i want to thank all of you for being here with us today too Uh, as always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening, and of course, the biggest compliment you can pay is to share this podcast with anyone you think might uh, might enjoy it. And you know, share about this palm leaf reading too, if you know of anyone who might be interested in having this done, because this sounds like a fascinating fascinating tool you could use to use to redirect. course of your life to make it better to give you some you know wisdom on how you can live your absolute best life which is what we're here for anyway
1: yes absolutely yes so much
0: thank you so much and i hope that you guys will have an awesome day from wherever you're listening as always if you want to follow me on social media i go live mondays on facebook where i do a free card reading and if you show up for the live i'll pull a card especially for you also if you want to work with me you can go to my website melissaoatman.com there you'll see all the services i offer and you can book directly there thank you guys thank you again dr q so much for being here with us today and thank you. we'll talk to you again soon bye guys i would
1: love that thank you Bye, bye